0: Hey, hey, nerds assemble. Maximum nerdage. That's right. It's in Parago, Arkansas at the Parago Community Center. Guys, we're having a nerd con. That's right. The community center there in Parago, Arkansas is at 3... Four zero four Linwood Drive. Write that down. I want you to come out and see stspod.club. I will be there with all kinds of wrestling-related stuff. And sitting right next to me is my son, Furby, with Alien Clown Things. More nerd stuff for you to look at and for you, well, we want you to buy it. That's right. Nerds assemble. Maximum nerd is 3 404 Linwood Drive Paragon Community Center this Saturday this Saturday this Saturday be there
1: Memphis Wrestling is on fire Thursday, July 13th, Memphis Wrestling Tag Teams with Ingomar Baseball for a big fundraiser in New Albany, Mississippi, with special guest, Rocky the Rockin' Redbird, presented by Southern Sun Construction. Sunday, July 16th, Dr. Tom Pritchard is coming to Memphis Wrestling. Dr. Tom at our VIP Experience. Along with the stars of Memphis Wrestling Friday, July 28th Don't miss Wrestling Night at AutoZone Park With the Memphis Redbirds Enjoy live Memphis Wrestling matches at the game Sunday, August 6th Dirty Dango is coming to Memphis Wrestling Saturday, August 19th Memphis Wrestling and the Pontotoc Run Club Are fundraising for St. Jude Tickets and sponsorship opportunities are available now All tickets are on sale now. Get yours right now at ChampionshipWrestlingMemphis.com.
2: coffee in the big time arizonabaycoffee.com go to that website and buy a big bag of morning shiznit Tspod.club,
1: the link of all links oh yeah join us for patreon for july we are giving away a bag of coffee a randy savage inspired coffee cup randy savage sunglasses and much more STS Pod Not Club, the link of all
2: links. Oh yeah! STS Pod Not Club, it's a wrestling podcast. Oh yeah, brother.
0: Just a quick reminder, subscriber of $5, $7, or $10 at www.patreon.com slash shooting the shiznit without a G. That's right, shooting the shiznit without a G. We can all help prevent suicide. The National Suicide Prevention Lifeline provides 24-7 free and confidential support for people in distress. And also prevention and crisis resources for you and your loved ones. Call 1-800-273-8255.
3: Shiznit, shooting the shiznit, best little wrestling podcast in the business. Your host BT, and always guess—you never know who he'll have next. Shooting the shiznit, shooting the shiznit, best little wrestling podcast in the business. Shooting the shiznit.
0: Hey everyone, happy holidays, happy 4th of July. This is our 7th annual, that's right, 7th annual Great American Bloopers and Outtakes. This is always fun to put together. I go through the whole year and when I make screw-ups, I just save them. So they're all here, in between each one of them is that real weird commercial sound at the end of each commercial that we do, the bumper that I call it. It sounds like, y'all heard it, sounds just like. After each one of them is a new blooper. There, I also come in between some of these and talk about them, especially the ones with Lance. I just want to thank everyone for listening to us. Like I said, 7th Annual. This is an idea that I came up with uh, very, very early because we started in February of 2017. And we did this on July of 2017, the first one. So it was an early idea And it stuck with us. Also, after the bloopers, uh, Patreon. We have two Patreon visits with Terrence Ward, Memphis Wrestling's uh, commentator who commentates with Dustin Starr. Two episodes of Patreon with him. Fun, fun stuff. Terrence is a smart guy, and I really like sitting down and talking with him. All right, guys. As I said, happy 4th of July. And as everyone knows... Well, I love my mama. Hey, the funny thing about this clip, as you listen, he talks about episode 33. It was actually episode 34.
4: 33rd episode, so kind of symbolic, 33 and a third. Didn't George Harrison have that album? And if you know what vinyl is, like, vinyl's made a comeback, so I'm sure a lot of people know what vinyl is. So 33 and a third, like the album length and speed and all that. So anyway...
0: Hey, welcome, everyone, to the sixth annual. Yeah, that's right, sixth. Sixth? I can't say sixth, can I? Well, this will be a blooper for next year. Remember, guys, the record store is a music podcast. Oh, We get review here from Lance about the 7-Eleven.
4: You guys are the best. Thank you for subscribing and thank you for produce or uh, providing for my uh, dietary malfunctions in life. That uh, When I finish the recording, I'm going to head to 7-Eleven and see what kind of new Doritos I can find. I think uh, we're coming up to 7-Eleven Day where it's free Slurpees for everybody on July 11th, hence 7-Eleven. So be sure to check that out. They are not sponsors of the show, although I would love to have them as sponsors of the show because I could go into a brand new 7-Eleven that I've never been into And I've been in, you know, probably literally hundreds of 7-Elevens in various travels throughout the country. I've been in hundreds of 7-Elevens, but if I go into one for the very first time that I've never been in before, despite the fact that I know most of the product, I can be in there for half an hour investigating and trying to find new stuff that I had not seen before. So yes, I am obsessed with 7-Eleven. Walmart's another one, but there's some crappy Walmarts out there. I have not seen too many crappy 7-Elevens, so I... Really appreciate the desserts that you'll find, and the chips at 7-Eleven, and the sodas. But anyway, I digress. So this is Patreon. Thank you guys for your shekels coming our way. Uh, I just got a bonus today from Brian, so I am rolling in the dough. So I'm going to go. I might buy two chili dogs at 7-Eleven today. So enough plugs for 7-Eleven. Jesus. Anyway, so this is the Patreon where you get to hear what was my favorite song from the album.
0: Oh, appearing that night. I'm not sure why I did. That Loves Band, Bad, 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 Bad. I can't say Bad Bunny. Can I say Bad Bunny? You know what it is, and you know what to do. Mm. Uh, excuse me. Uh. uh well, fuck. That'll be good for the bloopers. That discount code. You need to take control of your Bush. It. B-b-bush. bush You know what it is? <coughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, y'all loved that, didn't you? I've got to put that on the bloopers episode. Shit. Here's Lance again, talking about fall flavors on a music podcast.
4: (laughs) Uh, No, actually, I did travel with my best friend, John. So I can say we and have it actually be official. So took some time off in August, and I'm back. It's the fall, you know, pumpkin spice latte season, and everything is pumpkin these days. So why can't they do, like, more maple and more cinnamon? I have nothing against pumpkin. I really do love pumpkin stuff, but... Man, they just overdo it. So it needs to be more cinnamon and more maple. That's what I got to say. And caramel apple, that's another good one. So do some more of that, Starbucks and all you other people that just do pumpkin stuff. I mean, I grant you, that's going to sell. Oreos, you know, that's going to sell. But bring out some more stuff. Anyway, getting off track already. So get it, track, music, podcast. Anyway, uh, so this is the record store. And you know the concept is I, grab, I randomly grab an album off my wall of CDs and and I just am able to listen to it with a fresh set of ears. Maybe it's something that I haven't listened to in decades. Maybe it's something that is brand new. Who knows? Uh, the only things that I try to avoid are greatest hits albums. Um, or-
0: Tony Khan, TK, is this An insiders call him? Da, 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 da. All right. Good morning, Mayor Mayor Mayor. hey happy Friday to everyone happy Friday Spock it's Saturday uh in impact I love him this is, love him there at impact love him I love him I love Billy Ray you think well you think we'll have a relationship? Live from STS Studios, and let me start that all over again. Good gracious! <laughs> <laughs> Woo! All right, all right. Five, four, three, two, one. Be, nice. be there. And as everyone knows, I love. <coughs> I lost my voice there. Let me try that one more time. And as everyone knows, I love my... You know what it is. You know what to do. Happy Monday to everyone. Happy Monday. And Monday means... Well, it means... Oh, excuse me. All right, you know what to do. You know what it is right there at the top of the screen. So my question is, <clears throat> fuck. A sleeper of a card was an NXT card. NXT card.
4: And- we'll talk to you soon. Rock, 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 record store nation. We'll talk to you soon, guys. Have a great week. The Morning
0: Shiznit Blend is a medium roast coffee that is (laughs) designed. You know what it is, and you know what to do. How's everyone doing on this great Thursday? Great Thursday tonight, Trinity. That's right. For some reason, um, I've been real excited about the debut of Trinity. Lance was in Chicago. Lance and John, my buddies. Uh, And my co host. Oh, man. I'm messing this up. Uh, uh, I can't put all these in fucking bloopers. I have so many bloopers on. Shiznit, minute. This is a Patreon, Patreon simple episode. Sample, simple episode. Oh. Thank you. Jeez. Well, bless you. <laughs> that we have a new a blue. I think that's for the first year. time that's yes. ever happened. Hell, I ain't gonna cut that out. I have to cut that out of the main. What what's the time stamp? <laughs> Not off of Patreon, but Oh my goodness.
4: Let me write that down.
0: AM. Yeah, there you go. Patreon, it's only five dollars. That's right. July is super summer giveaway. Spectacular. We have spectacular spectacular. We're live for 304 Studios in Jonesboro, Arkansas. This is an STS dot dot club production. My God, I can't even talk. Let's let's try that one more time. All right. Here we go. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> it's for your ears. And nose, it's for your ear and nose trimmer. That's what that is. Ultimate premium body wash. Ultimate premium two-in-one shampoo plus conditioner. Ultimate, ultra ultra premium. And I said all that wrong, so let's do that all again. Stop. Stop. Now we get weight loss advice. And, and hopefully... An inspiration for you to go out and lose weight. As Lance talks about this, I believe this was on the Patreon of The Record Store. Remember, The Record Store is a music podcast. He also says he's straight edge, like CM Punk. Lance, I know this, and all your friends know this. I've got a picture with you in a beer. You can't drink beer and be straight edge. Come on. Come on. And the weight loss, big thumbs up to you, but when it gets really windy, just remember that 16 pounds. Buddy, you might be flying all over the place there in Chicago.
4: So, anyway, thank you, Patreons. We appreciate your support. Uh, it keeps me in the Doritos and the Oreos, so thank you so much. Uh, and I'm, I've I'm happy to report I have lost 16 pounds. I've been trying to lose this weight for, God, so many years. Um, And finally this year, I buckled down and started working out more, and I have actually lost 16 pounds. I am actually at my goal weight for where I want to be, which is uh, the only reason I'm bringing it up is because I'm always talking about Doritos and Oreos and junk food, and I always do the Tournament of Junk, and I subsist on probably two-thirds of my diet is junk food. Um, so the fact that I've been able to lose weight just is a really proud fact, because I don't, I eat like really badly. I have hardly any vices. I don't really drink. I don't smoke. I don't do any drugs or anything. I am Mr. Straight Edge, CM Punk, um, as far as that goes. But my one vice is that I eat really badly. Um, I will be the guy who comes home and eats a bag of Doritos after work and that's dinner. So, but somehow it's an inspiration, hopefully to some of you guys, it can be done if you buckle down uh, pace yourself on the junk food, but you work out, um, and you can do it. So I'm actually at my goal weight this year has finally brought about the the loss of the, the handful of pounds that I wanted to lose. So anyway, I don't even know why we're talking about that on Patreon. It's because you guys pay the Patreon, which supports my, um, my addiction to Doritos, I guess. All right,
0: guys, you know what it is, you know what to do, and I don't know what I'm doing. Hey, 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 nerds assemble. Maximum nerdage. That's right. It's in Parago, Arkansas at the Parago Community Center. Guys, we're having a nerd con. That's right. The community center there in Parago, Arkansas is at 3... 404 Linwood Drive. Write that down. I want you to come out and see STSpod.club. I will be there with all kinds of wrestling related stuff. And sitting right next to me is my son Furby with alien clown things. More nerd stuff for you to look at and for you well, we want you to buy it. That's right. Nerds assemble. Maximum nerd is three. 404 Linwood Drive, Paragon Community Center, this Saturday, this Saturday, this Saturday. Be there.
2: Cup of coffee in the big time. Oh, yeah. Cup of coffee in the big time. ArizonaBayCoffee.com Go to that website and buy a big bag of morning shiznit. This is Pod. Club. The link of all links. Oh, yeah. Cup of coffee in the big time. Oh, Yeah. STS pod, not club. It's a wrestling podcast Oh yeah, brother
0: Are you enjoying the episode? Well, Cash App us That's right, dollar sign B-T-S-T-S You don't have Cash App? Download it and get Five dollars. That's right. Five dollars. That's dollar sign BTSTS. Dollar sign BTSTS. Ooh. Hey, use our Uber Eats code Eats dash Brian T two four seven That's Eats dash Brian T two four seven nine zero U E. Use that code and get $20 off a $25 order.
1: Mysterious. Ooh. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Spunk Lube. Spunk Lube is the perfect blend of water and silicone. It is an all purpose personal lubricant that can be
3: used for any occasion. You will love the natural feeling and look of it. It is safe for sensitive skin. Go to spunklube.com and tell them to shoot my Chisnit sink. Saturday night and it's going down. Me and
1: her being at for a couple of rounds. Within
0: You had to do the JB. I had, I had you to give up. Right. You know what you should have said when we first started is another blessing on a Saturday. You'll have to do that next time the <laughs> way he does. Uh, I was going to ask you something. Uh, well, we're on Patreon. I want to ask you just your thoughts on the whole thing because there's so much going on this past week. We oh. don't. A lot of people are saying. Uh, that the WWE is gonna be sold. There's a lot of it was sold, but as of uh, when we were recording this, uh, there's no official official news about whether it's sold or not. What's your thoughts, man? Do, do you quit watching W? This is what I wanted to know. Would you quit watching WWE if they're bought by the Saudis?
3: So I think it's oh man, um.
0: That's a hard one,
3: ain't it? It is a hard one. I know where my morality is in, in the answer to that question, uh, but also understanding anything you say and put out there on the internet never goes away. So I'm trying to find a right way to say this. Let's talk about the news. We found out allegedly through the rumor mill, through the grapevine, Twitter blew up all evening last last night about the sale of a private investment firm owned by the Saudi government, Uh that wwe had sold to them no confirmation that was quickly rolled back this morning uh there were some confirmations that that messaging was wrong that that was literally just speculation folks were just guessing because that was the the latest relationship vince had before he left was with the saudis building that relationship with them and and getting those events to happen uh stephanie mcmahon stepping down I think it's interesting timing. There may not be anything to it. She was on a personal leave. She was at home dealing, you know, taking care of her kids and focusing on family before all of this happened and she came back. But with Vince McMahon's return, it's interesting to note that the vote for her to, uh, or excuse me, the vote for Vince McMahon to become executive chairman of the board happened after her resignation. So right, she right, right. left and had no vote. Vince replaced it with three of his allies. So, of course, what do you do? I mean, even if you didn't vote for him to be elected, the majority's got it. So you do you want to still be on the board with the 80% stakeholder or not? Uh, I think is what it come down to. So that's why we got that unanimous vote. If it's bought by the Saudi government, that's going to raise a lot of questions. It's going to raise – and if it's made private – what happens to the female talent that's on the roster? We know that there are some restrictions on some liberties that, that women have in Saudi Arabia. Is that going to bleed over into the, See, I don't, I
0: don't, everyone's saying that, but I don't see that happening. I see it as a, Cause it's gonna be it's gonna be a United, it's gonna be a U.S. company. You see right. what I'm saying? So That's I it. I can see them going doing the big shows over there and, and them being covered. I understand that, but I don't think we're gonna see. They would be stupid to do that, but we've seen things like that happen in in, in wrestling all the time. If someone buys something, uh, and and just totally destroy it, but it's one of those things where you you got to stay kind of on the way it's going now. And also we got some huge contracts coming up. Something you said just a few minutes ago. I want to comment Mm on Uh, there was an article about Stephanie McMahon and the kind of with McMahon, with uh, Vince leaving, they kind of blamed it on her and triple H and Nick Khan, like going behind his back. Uh, but that's not what it's looking like now, and she was one of the first to go. Um, I just don't know. This is going to be a hell of a documentary <laughs> or a movie if they ever make it about this because I'm a huge fan of those movies where they show how a business started and got all this money, and then they just shit it away, and uh, I just
3: love watching them do it. Um, yeah, what, what I was—you jumped ahead. on that too, and, and I was going to say in the direction that you were taking is where I was going to go as well. If it is maintained in the U.S. for the lead, and no leadership has changed, no creative has changed, they're just serving as the money holders for the business. They're just the investment group, essentially the hedge fund right, that right. Owns the business. Then there's nothing. Then nobody's going to be affected. It's going to be business as usual for everyone. But I think it's just there's so many unanswered questions there. And if this does have a negative effect and we do go a different route and it's a negative route, what does that do for the independent circuit?
0: Man, I don't know. This gets totally we could be sitting here at this time (laughs) next year. With the total Denver wrestling, there's a lot of stuff, and I know a lot of people don't. That's listen to this. Probably don't even follow it as close as I do. There is a whole deal when it comes to these these guaranteed contracts for AEW and for WWE. Whether AEW, if they don't get a higher contract, will they keep? Uh, blah blah blah. But they are saying that Vince may have. Not really tipped off, but he knows these contracts are coming up. And the belief is it's either or these new contracts are gonna spend double the amount they spent the last time, or they're gonna it's just gonna drop off because uh, you know, everyone's everyone's dropping off on, on live TV anyway. There was a time period where I guess it was probably seven or eight years ago that everybody said cut the cord. Everybody's cutting the cord, but Terrence, no one was really cutting the cord. It was just kind of made up. (laughs) And, but it has started happening in the last 18 months. So will that affect how much they'll pay for live TV? I think they'll have, I mean, they pay for all kinds of different stuff. Uh, But someone told me today was the big deal about the contract is that they're owned by the Saudis. You know, the Saudis own that other TV, that other golf league. What is the other golf league? There's two, there's two golf leagues now. One that's been, and I'm not a golf person, but one that's been there for years. Okay. And then there's a new one. The new one can't get TV because, well, they say it's because they're owned by the Saudis. So, you know, how would that affect? And what, like you said, what happens to the what happens to the boys? What happens to the business? If you, what if the, it just, uh, uh, I can't see it just, you know, dissolving, but I, I don't know, man. It's crazy. I think you're going to still have a backbone of fans that are going to watch it. A bunch it of depends. people that say, I'm not going to watch it because it's the Saudis, but but you'll, you'll see the same backbone of fans. I, it's going to be a, a very interesting year. Uh, Lance and I are doing top stories of this past year. Uh look, we actually broke kayfabe and told this was Wednesday night. Uh, but we're doing it tomorrow night. And the top story, I think, would be Vince leaving. And I told Lance we gotta just go with that because next year's probably gonna be Vince coming back and selling the selling the business. So it's it's really crazy. It's crazy. It's,
3: it's a brand new landscape, and it's it's just it's an area of unknown for everybody because for the most part of our lives, all we've had is is WWE is the monster, the behavior oh, yeah, yeah. in the wrestling world?
0: Well, I uh, you know, before everyone else started studying, Ooh. everybody knows something about the ratings. Uh, I was worried at one point that because the ratings kept declining for the WWE, that we wouldn't we would see not a lot of money coming to them, but but the land you said the landscape changed. What happened was there was not as many people watching live television. So all of a sudden we got live TV and they paid mega bucks for the live tv so there was a difference that happened there it's really not the and it was difference for them too this deal with peacock they didn't have to worry about how many buy rates you got uh for a pay per view just a total i i remember talking at a convention I, I, I walked up to Shane Douglas introduced myself they had just had the wwe net network um released and i asked him about it and we had this long conversation first time i ever met him about how it was going to change the wrestling business completely well i never knew it would be a boom just how what it actually did it, it just everything has changed so kind of interesting and then you got guys like you know like you memphis wrestling who who also hey i don't I don't know if you can benefit from it, but people are going to need work if they don't use as many guys and people coming off of stuff like that. You may have the opportunity to get another, another X amount of fans in there. If you've got people and that's something real quick, what's your thoughts on. And I asked somebody about this the other day and I haven't really asked Dustin about it. Uh, Might be a question for him, but is there a is there a stage there where Dustin will have to say, okay, we got to expand. We got to go somewhere else for the big shows.
3: You know, it's a conversation Dustin and I have had, um, you know, just individually from right, a production right. standpoint too. Um, you know, we're on Fight Plus now, which is a another great streaming avenue for us to, to promote the business and promote the product and the talent that's there to put them over. Um, and we've talked about you know the the prospect of having what is it going to take to do live pay-per-views? What is it going to take to do a taped pay-per-view that premieres like it would be a YouTube premiere, where you know you'll have a right, set, right? 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 You know what I'm saying? So, um, and then what are we looking at as in terms of live events? Do we record that? Do we broadcast on location? Uh, I think it just depends on the, the audience and the sponsorship. If it continues to grow, just like with anything, you eventually outgrow where you're at. You're going to have to to step a size up. Uh, And I know for I'm not going to speak for Dustin, but for me, I I think if we continue to grow and we continue to see more expansion, more buyers for sponsorships on the show, more talent willing to come in and and get that exposure and, and profit off of that exposure, I think we might. See in an exploration of a, of a new venue or maybe the potential for um, expanding in other ways. maybe it's a remodel maybe it's a, a, a throwing some new paint and some new sets designs together. maybe it's reformatting the layout of the building. We just don't know I think until we get to the point where it's okay we have to make that decision. this is where we've got to go
0: I see it. it. I've seen it in all kinds of directions a bigger <laughs> building you know i hear i hear very little complaints about the wrestle center except there's not enough room in backstage uh, that's it and that's one of the only things i hear from all the guys uh, but i always see it as i guess it's just cuz i'm old school with the memphis wrestling is i can see where he could keep the wrestle center take two or three shows building for the big show that's going to yeah. be at the other building cuz we're going to draw we're not going to sell out and have to you know tell people to go home because we can do two to three to 400 people with one of the big shows.
3: And I think More that's in the old Memphis days.
0: Yeah. yeah, exactly. Like, well, you know, Monday Memphis wrestling on uh, Saturday was a commercial. The people say, well, all it was was squash matches that, yeah, that's what it was because it was a commercial for Monday night at the mid South Coliseum. It was a commercial for Evansville. It was a co- commercial for where else did they go? Uh, Louisville, Kentucky, Nashville, It was all those it was, it was the commercial and that's what you would be doing. It would change the way it's booked. Uh, not a bad thing. You can always change the way you book, but you would book toward the big show instead of the big match on television. It would be a little different. It would, but, but I wish, I wish it on them. I mean, you guys, uh, you know, I know you work hard. We, we all do. I mean, you know, dust always says you are part of it. Uh, and I try to be uh, a content provider, not part of actually the, of that. Uh, But sometimes, you know, you you just get behind something, you see the improvement and you just want to be part of it. And you and me are alike when it comes to just being fans for so long that it's good to, to watch something like that. The young talent, the guys that never got a chance, uh, you know, the Brett Michaels, the the uh, Mike Anthony's never got a chance on Memphis Wrestling. Uh, and now they're, you know, they're just, uh, I talked to Brett after the show the other night. I had turned off the recording. I wished I would have kept it on. And oh, this, come on, BT. You always I know. record. <laughs> I know it. I could have kept it going. Uh, but he, he is. He comes off is so modest with everything. Is so thankful for everything. Uh, Mike Anthony's like that too. Whoa, I'm sorry, guys. He he's a nice guy too. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, sometimes, but they are. It's weird, and I know you're gonna know what this is about. But do you you work for other promotions where one guy goes behind you, his uh, another guy's back and says he's champion, but
3: I should be champion it's a work guys. It is. And that's I know but it's, that happens. You I know. know that happens. And yeah. that's at the end of the day, if, if you're focused on the, and I'll say this, if you're focused on the guy that's taking a title from you, or that's getting an opportunity that you're not, you're looking at the picture all wrong. Exactly. Absolutely all wrong. What can you do to ensure that that next opportunity is yours for the taking? Watch yourself back on television. See what you can improve on. Ask those questions of the veterans, of your peers, of the production teams, of the staff, of the shows that you're at, so that you know what you can do to get better. Because the next time an opportunity rolls around, that promoter sees that growth, sees that you're stepping up to the plate, they're absolutely going to recognize that. If not, go somewhere else. But most of the time, your promoters, and especially, and I'm not, again, trying to speak for Dustin, but from what I've seen, he does that. He recognizes that. I'll give you a prime example. SmackDown was in uh, uh, Memphis just this past Thursday. Wife and I were there along with several other Memphis wrestling and uh, uh, roster and some some staff there, and we got to see six individuals from Memphis Wrestling booked on that show. Four of which were trainees from the Wrestle Center. Right, right. And it's like I told Dustin. I said, number one, I am so freaking jealous and upset that I didn't get that opportunity. It's number two. I am so freaking proud and just all struck that a 19-year-old with no rest, no pro wrestling background outside of the wrestle center was booked on SmackDown. Somebody who's never been in the wrestling business, McKinsey Morgan, prior to the wrestle center got booked on SmackDown. It is just amazing. Oh, and, I
0: love it. And the people, that, you know, I hear people grumbling. And back in the, even back in the day when when I yeah. was doing the website, Dustin would do extra work. Alan would do extra work. This is in, in it all. And I I even saw people going, "He, they're on television." Blah blah blah. What are, what are they doing? Do you not know how this exposure of being on Young Rock? Being at SmackDown, being here, I seen something they did with Bosby uh this past week. Maybe Monday, they did something where he went out to uh a team, uh, a girls' team, basketball yeah. team, or stuff like that. And I've said this before, and I'm I'm gonna say I would say this, even though I do consider Dustin a friend and I've known him for a long time, uh, and watched him, you know, just morph into what he is now. There's no one else that could do all this because he has all the background, he has the tools, and he has a great effing team. I mean, yeah. I just I just can't see it. Uh, people would give up, he don't give up. I mean, I've I've got texts from him at 2:30 in the morning, you know, I got my phone turned off, but uh, you know, we communicate some of the weirdest times, and you're thinking. Go to bed. <laughs> Come on. But he he is that guy. He really is. And 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 uh so Patreon, we're gonna go off. I appreciate it, Terrence. Terrence, I might have to put our Patreons out sometime. <laughs> we we hey. always get on here and we just talk, 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 and, and it's uh I'm glad the Patreon enjoy it, but it may go to a main feed sometimes. All right, give me just a second. Sure. I have this new little gimmick here where when I end Ooh. recording, it'll upload your audio. So what is your – I don't want no spoilers because you know <laughs> you know more things than, than, than I do. So let me just say what uh, – uh, I don't even know how to ask you this. I, I ain't going to ask you. I'm not going to ask you. So I, Why not? I uh, well, I don't want to know, really. I, I'm trying to figure out who's going to be the Cobra Cup. Let me just say, they've set this up exactly what I said on the first of the show, <laughs> is this Cobra Cup ever who wins this Cobra cup is somebody that they pushed for the last two years. This next person has to be that in my mind.
3: See, and that's, that's the beauty of it. For me, it's like, I I'm waiting for the person who wins it to cash it in and lose. Oh, because to me, that's, that's like from a fan's perspective, it's like, okay, we're approaching our third year and the last two people have cashed in you know, three strikes, you're out. Two have already cashed in. Is number three going to cash in or strike out? My bet was, and I haven't seen the the card yet. I haven't seen uh, any of the behind-the-scenes stuff or the production notes, but I really, really think that it, from a fan perspective, I would love, and not from a screwover, but like that genuine build through the whole match, and it's just like he, he can't win or she can't win. They just can't win. Tried you know, they've done that
0: a couple of times with the, with the cash-in, uh, with the suitcase and the WWE. Uh, I think if somebody does that, it has – well, you know, you can do it two ways, just like you said. In my mind, what you were talking about is you got a baby face that just can't cash in and can't win the belt, and you get behind this baby face. You may eventually put the belt on him, but he doesn't win with that cash-in. Or if you got a heel – it really, it's better if a heel don't, not that it would be better for a heel if he didn't cash in and it wouldn't hurt him any as much as it would a baby face if it's not done right. So uh the difference in all of that is the way they, to me, you know, you and everyone that, that's putting together the show have put people in there, even as you said, Kid Wrestling, uh, I was watching, you know, watching Bosby, uh, and during that match with Big Jack, I'm a huge Big Jack fan, Bosby too. But I'm watching him and thinking, he's already part of the Mackenzie Morgan's already part of the crew. She's already right. Hey, they've all, you know, put these people in it. Uh, they've got to put these people in it, and, yeah. and it, it just looks so good. I mean, Bosby, uh, looks like he's gaining a little weight and, and he's just getting better, and uh, uh, we hadn't still we hadn't seen Big John Dalton except talking to Mackenzie Morgan, uh, but all of them and you know the, we got the uh we got the Reverend now. And I just I love the what they're doing with everything. I have a hard time, and this is a fan. I mean, it has nothing to do with me providing content. I'm just like, what's really wrong with this? You know, what's really wrong? I, Really, it was. I just hated it when he used that finisher. And what was your what was your thing that? Oh, the that that bothered you with that suplex, dude. Yeah,
3: it? that bridge suplex or whatever that's called. Yeah, because I mean, like, and I don't. It wasn't done intentionally to to make Red look bad. And Geo would not do that. And I wasn't trying right, to emulate right. that to any of our listeners. But you know, it's just one of those spots that I probably would not have called because Brother Red, he's this big you know, cornbread fed country guy that's been souped into drinking the red Kool-Aid from the reverend. And, you know, he's, he's do or die going to support the reverend. He's strong and nothing's going to stand in his way. And for him to be manhandled like that, I think it just took a little bit of finesse out of his character, but it ended on a good note and maybe nobody else really thought much of it because of how it ended in that close-up. Of his face staring not into the camera but through the camera, which I thought was executed beautifully.
0: He's a huge kid, young, and uh, we talked about his his shoot name before we started working uh, before we started recording. Uh, A guy that's been around the business his absolutely his whole life, just like Aaron Roberts. Round his same area in the Dysburg area. Uh, so should be fun, should be fun to see that clothesline, too. That's a hell of a move to take off the off top. The Turnbrook would look good, and uh, Geo Savage did a good job doing that. He's somebody that I like, I always like calling guys like him, uh, you know, mid card. I, I just, you know, maybe put him on the uh, with the internet belt or something like that uh, for a little bit, but Geo Savage is, and I don't. For some reason, saying a good hand is a bad thing now. I don't know why, but some people yeah. think that's a bad thing, but I think he really is. So question about the internet title. What would you do different with the title now? I mean, you got it on Bosby, but, and I'm going to answer just real quick what I want done with it. I want somebody to have a camera and us filming filming the uh, title defenses in other places like – They go to Trent, Tennessee, whatever. But they always defend the belt, and it's put on the internet. Is there anything else you would do
3: with that belt? So, uh, you know, I think from (laughs) – it's already happening in in, the sense of the term because, you know, it's on YouTube and Fight Plus and and other streaming (laughs) places. So technically it's on the internet. But I, I know what you're saying. For me, the internet title, I hate the word secondary titles because each should be unique in their own way. But I really see this as that measuring stick of, okay, all right, this person carrying the internet title is going to be pushed on social media. They're going to be pushed on television. They're going to be pushed pushed at live events. How are they going to perform? This, to me, is that testing ground of could they potentially carry another title, have more of a main event presence uh, or semi-main or featured presence within the show itself? Uh, So, for example, The Boz, in my opinion, another year. I could see him becoming the the Memphis Heritage champion. That's a strong strong year, you know, that he's going to have. Oh, to, I
0: agree one hundred percent. Yes, yes,
3: but with his current uh, his current experience and just the natural ability he has, it's it was a given that he should be the internet champion. However, who's going to replace him whenever he steps out of that and into the next role that he's looking into in in, in, his, in his continuing story? To me, that's the question of who else. Who else is amongst the roster that wants it bad enough, that's really pushing hard? And I would like to see the internet title be an intergender title, not necessarily one just like the Memphis Heritage title. Technically, it's not a men's title. It's, It's a company title that anybody can carry. Maybe we might see that put around the waist of one of our women talent.
0: Well, the thing about it is, you can always, you know, belts, you can always hold them up, do about a a rumble belt, rumble for it or something, and the girl goes over. You can always do that. And yeah, just just fun seeing. uh, I love the way you said secondary title in the sense it reminds me of maybe the Intercontinental Belt back in the day. It's not as much now. United States title. United States, right. For the NWA, uh, everyone who had that title, you were kind of looking at uh, they're going to be uh, going for the world belt next. And so that's kind of one of those things where you could do that. I wished we would do, uh, y- you guys would bring in, and I don't even know who the champ is, but uh, the United, they have the United, I, I can't remember, United Wrestling Network. Danny Limelight. Danny, yes, Danny, I've interviewed him. Just such a cool, nice guy. Uh, I would love bringing him in, defending the world belt, as we call it. Uh, And and because, you know, the history of Memphis Wrestle was all about uh, they built many people around a world champion coming in, uh, a Kurt Henning, a Nick Botwinkle, a Ric Flair, people coming in as world champions. And, you know, we don't have to have somebody win the belt, but it would be nice to see. Uh, see them bring the belt in. So that was my... All right, man, I'll let you go.
3: Enjoy sure? this. Sh- okay. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I'm good. I got uh, I got all this recorded. And my Patreon members know we record this in advance. But have fun a Saturday. It should be a fun show. Uh, I can't wait to see... Um, I can't wait to see the tumor, Brett. I know they worked... I think they worked each other... They worked each in other Black once. Rock. Black Rock. That's right. I missed that one. I missed that one. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what – I know they'll put a little bit more into it because it, it is the TV the TV match, but they didn't put over what else. Is, last year we had like three weeks of Super Bout, didn't we?
3: Uh, there is three weeks of Super Bout as okay. well for this one. It, it's just um, in terms of like promotional, who's going to be there? I think uh, uh, Bushwhacker Luke is the only one that's going to be there in terms of, of external draw power that's going to be there um, as far as the roster is concerned. I may or may not already have that or excuse me the format not roster but the format (laughs) i may or may not already have that uh but there are going to be some special guests at the desk
0: all right awesome 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 thanks terrence i appreciate it i'll holler at you in two or three weeks maybe come back
3: on i'd appreciate everything you do yep awesome have a good one man
0: all right thanks man bye Hey, hey, hey. Nerds assemble. Maximum nerdage. That's right. It's in Parago, Arkansas at the Parago Community Center. Guys, we're having a nerd con. That's right. The community center there in Parago, Arkansas is at 3... Four zero four Linwood Drive. Write that down. I want you to come out and see stspod.club. I will be there with all kinds of wrestling-related stuff. And sitting right next to me is my son, Furby, with Alien Clown Things. More nerd stuff for you to look at and for you, well, we want you to buy it. That's right. Nerds assemble. Maximum nerd is 3 Four zero four Linwood Drive, Paragon Community Center. This Saturday, this Saturday, this Saturday.
1: Be there. Memphis wrestling is on fire. Thursday, July thirteenth. Memphis wrestling tag teams with Ingomar Baseball for a big fundraiser in New Albany, Mississippi with special guest Rocky the Rockin' Redbird presented by Southern Sun Construction. Sunday, July 16th, Dr. Tom Pritchard is coming to Memphis Wrestling. Dr. Tom at our VIP experience along with the stars of Memphis Wrestling. Friday, July 28th, don't miss wrestling night at AutoZone Park with the Memphis Redbirds. Enjoy live Memphis Wrestling matches at the game. Sunday, August 6th, Dirty Dango is coming to Memphis Wrestling. Saturday, August 19th, Memphis Wrestling and the Pontotoc Run Club are fundraising for St. Jude. Tickets and sponsorship opportunities are available now. All tickets are on sale now. Get yours right now at ChampionshipWrestlingMemphis.com.
2: Big time. Oh, yeah. Cup of coffee in the big time. ArizonaBayCoffee.com. Go to that website and buy a big bag of morning shiznit. STSPod.club, the link of all links. Oh, yeah
1: join us for patreon for july we are giving away a bag of coffee a randy savage inspired coffee cup randy savage sunglasses and much more sts pod club
2: the link of all links oh yeah sts pod club it's a wrestling podcast oh yeah brother
0: You want the best. You got the best. The best little wrestling podcast in the business. All episodes on www.stspod.club. Did you enjoy that episode? Cash app us at dollar sign B-T-S-T-S. If you've never downloaded the Cash App app, download it today you'll get a free that's right a free five dollars for using the code dollar sign b t s t s that's dollar sign b t s t s hey that was another great episode of shooting the shizmed thank you for listening and thank you to all our sponsors a big shout-out to Bob McGee at Pro Wrestling's Between the Sheets. Remember, you can reach us on Twitter at commentbookmarkbt, Instagram at Shooting the shizit. That's right, shootin' the Shiz It without a G. Facebook, shootin' the shizit, and Facebook, cool kids wrestling and MMA talk, if we don't like you in that group, first you have to ask to get in. If we don't like you, we'll kick you out. All of the episodes are at one place, and that's www.stspod.club. Podcast Roll Call, Who's Right Podcast, Homeboys Boys Podcast, D3 Radio, my buddies Richard Josh, My World with Conrad Thompson and my friend Jeff Derr. favorite favorite include Nickology, Rock Solid, Playlist Floor, i'm fat podcast hey guys remember keep your feet on the ground and keep reaching for the stars